Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from Good Fight Baptist Ministries in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn. And uh, we appreciate you all being here with us today to hear this message that uh, Brother Landon has for you. And we pray that uh, it's a blessing and a help to you. Amen. All right. So um, what we're going to do uh, tonight is uh, Brother Landon is going to uh, teach a little bit on being filled with the Holy Ghost. Being filled with the Holy Ghost. Alright, but before we do that, let's uh, play a song for you. And uh, it's by the Primitive Quartet. And it's called Thank You For the roses and pray that it's a blessing to you amen all right Sins away. 
your precious Holy Spirit that I feel down in my soul. And that's worth more to me than every other to be thankful for for everything that God does for us the blessings that he gives to us both the, the physical and the spiritual blessings you know the the people that that uh, that he he brings into our lives you know our families our ministries you know, and and even the bad times that we go through, we need to be thankful for those as well, because that in those bad times, that is how we learn. That is how we grow. That is how we learn to trust the Lord more. And develop a closer relationship with him. So everything that goes on in our lives. We need to be thankful for it. Amen. Thankful to the Lord. You know each and every morning that the Lord wakes you up. Thank you Lord. For giving me another day. And waking me up this morning. And my family. Amen. Okay, so uh, as I said earlier, uh, Brother Landon is is going to teach on being filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. All right, so here we go. Open up your Bibles with me uh, this morning. We're going to look in Book of Acts in chapter thirteen. Now, as you're turning over to Acts chapter thirteen. The message that we're going to do this morning is entitled Being Filled with the Holy Ghost. Being Filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay, if you're already in chapter 13, we're going to look down verses 9 down to verse 11. Notice right here beginning in verse 9. 
Right here, the Bible reads, Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him and said, O full of all subtility and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. Now looking, looking first right here in our spiritual lives, you know, if, we're going to, if we're going to do anything for the Lord, you know, number one, it's going to take some courage. Amen? It's going to take courage to do something for the Lord. Look back in verses 9 and 10. It says, And then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him, and said, O full of all subtility and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the ways of the Lord? <laughs> now, do you, do, you, do you see the courage from Paul already? Right here, he's calling, he's calling this man a child of the devil. Can you see that courage? That's courage. You know, if we're not filled with the Holy Spirit of God, are we going to set our eyes on this lost world? Now, you'd ask, well, what do you mean by being filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, look back in chapter 1, and let's look at verse 8. Well, actually, look back one verse, verse 7, and we're going to read verse 7 and 8. It says, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now, now I'm not suggesting that we lose salvation, you know, and then get back to spirit, and then go to this lost world. That's not how it works. We're not Pentecostals, amen. The Bible doesn't teach today in the church age that we lose salvation because Ephesians 1.13 couldn't be any clearer. Because you know if you read in Ephesians 1.13, it mentions that the moment that we trust, you know, the moment that we trusted, you know, we are then sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Amen, brother. That couldn't be any clearer. But look right here. It's talking about something. What's it talking about? It's talking about power, boldness, the Holy Spirit filling you with power and then sending you on your way, you know, brave as a lion. Notice again in verse 8. It says, but ye shall receive power. Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And it says, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the othermost part of the earth. You think that's courage? That to go into the othermost part of the earth? Judea, Samaria? It takes courage to go, amen? We're talking about power. 
Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? You know, being filled is one of the things that makes us as ministers have power in our ministry. Turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Okay, and we're going to read verses 4 down to verse 10. Okay, it says, But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God, in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings and fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold we live as chastened and not killed as sorrowful yet always rejoicing as poor yet making many rich as having nothing and yet possessing all things are you filled you know if we're filled we're not only going to have courage but secondly you'll notice will speak okay okay look at verses 9 and 10 back in our text let's turn back over to Acts chapter 13 we're going to look at verses 9 and 10 in our text it says then Saul who also is called Paul filled with the Holy Ghost set his eyes on him and notice right here you know, and said, you know, and said, O full of all subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? It'll cause us to speak. You know, once we're filled, we'll have the courage because we're filled with the power of God. And then next, it'll cause us to speak. But speak how? Notice, It'll cause us to speak with boldness. Look back in look back in Acts chapter four, and looking down in verse thirty-one. Okay, right here it says, "And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost." <laughs> okay, they were filled. Okay, and it causes them to speak. But notice how, how, how it causes them to speak. It says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the Word of God with boldness. Once you're filled, it's going to bring forth boldness. Amen? You know, there, this is an outward evidence that the man of God has been filled with the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Because once you're filled, 
You can't help but to speak, amen. He gives you courage, and He'll cause you just to go forth and speak. And notice, it's with boldness. It says, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Well, maybe you'd ask, well, show me an example. Okay, well, notice a few places. Now, notice again in verse 31. Look down verse 31. We're going to read verses 31 down to verse 35. Okay, it says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things common. <laughs> and look right here in verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Neither was there, anyth neither was there anything among them that lacked. For as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them. And brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. Now, finishing off right here in this context, you know, I'm not applying, well, I'm not saying that we're under the apostles' doctrine today. We're not under the apostles' doctrine. You know, we no. don't sell all that we have and give to the poor. That's right. We're not under the apostles' doctrine. Under the Apostles' Doctrine, there was signs and wonders. Signs and yes. wonders was for the Jews. First Corinthians right. 1 First Corinthians 1 clearly shows us that the Jews require a sign, but the Greeks seek after wisdom. Signs were for the Jews, not the church today. Amen. But in verse 33, notice right here in verse 33 again. This is something to take note of. Verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. You know, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. They were filled with power. With power, they spake the word of God. With great power. Okay, the second place, look over and... Uh, let's see here. We're in, we're still in chapter four, but turn back, turn back uh, to verse eight. We're going to read verses eight through thirteen. <clears throat> okay, notice right here. It says, "Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel." If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. 
you know, Jesus Christ is the head of the corner. Jesus Christ is the head. It's not, Peter's not the head. The Apostle Paul, he's not the head. Jesus Christ is the head. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. And notice the context to cover, to cover that statement. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. We're saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not saved by Peter. We're not saved by Paul. We're saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. <laughs> now you notice it takes power and it takes courage to speak. But once you get filled, you'll have the boldness and you'll have the courage to speak. Now I ask, are you scared to speak? Well, all you have to do is pray to the Lord to fill you with His Spirit and give you boldness to speak. Amen? Notice three times that we see here in Scripture, three times we see Peter filled with the Spirit. <clears throat> okay, look back in chapter 2 of here in Acts. Okay, we're going to begin in verse 1 and cover the context. Okay, it says right here, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. <laughs> you notice that right there in verse 2? When the sound came in, it said it filled all the house. And then verse 4, you notice right here it says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They, they, got full of, they, they were filled full of the Holy Ghost as, the, as though the sound right there in verse 2, the sound filled the house. Right here in verse 4, the Holy Ghost filled them completely. They were full of the Holy Ghost. They were full of power. And you notice this is Peter at Jerusalem, you know, and he's preaching to the Jews. Okay, notice the second place. Look over in chapter 4. And we were already here. We covered this. But since, but since I like the context, we'll cover it in context yet once more. Look right here starting at verse 8. It says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole? Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him 
doth this man stand here before you whole? And right here, this is Peter speaking boldly to the council. And look over at the third at the third example, the third place. Verse 31. Same chapter, verse 31. Says, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And this right here is after the council threatens Peter and John. You know, after we're filled with the Spirit, and knowing after we have received power, notice next what will happen. Number three. It'll cause us to go. Once we're filled, we'll go. Look, in, look over in 1 Corinthians in chapter 2. Turn over there. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Okay, and we're going to read the first five, five verses. <clears throat> it says, And I, brethren, when I came to you... <laughs> Notice that, we'll go. It says, And I, brethren, when I came unto you, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined, to, I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit, and look right here, and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. See, it takes the power of God. We don't worship men as much as we respect men and what they say. And even if they're biblically correct, we don't follow man. We follow the Lord Jesus Christ, we follow His Word. Amen, brother. Now, we follow Amen. Paul according to the revelation of the mystery. We follow Paul because he's our apostle today. Yes. Romans eleven thirteen. Paul is our apostle. But we don't follow Paul because he's a man. Amen? We follow the Scriptures. <clears throat> but, you know, even though we get scared, you know, and we stumble, and even when we stutter, and even at times forget... You know, what we're thinking, we still have power from the Spirit of God that causes us to go. And right here is a perfect example with Paul. Because he said, I came, cause, and I, brethren, when I came to you, he was, you, know, you notice back in chapter in, in Acts chapter 13, it says, and Paul, when Saul, who was also called Paul, said when he was filled, he was filled. And right here in, in chapter 2, 1 Corinthians, we've seen that Paul. He told him, when I came unto you, it caught, he was filled and it caused him to go. But though we get scared, we notice right here, Paul was scared as well. And I was with you in weakness and in fear. Paul was scared too. I came with you, I came with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. When we speak the Word of God, it will cause us to tremble. There is power in the Word of God. It causes you to tremble. And it said, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, because he was filled. 
But once we receive power to go, what is it that we are to speak? Well, the first thing we're going to see is if you turn over to 2 Corinthians, or I'm sorry, 2 Timothy, turn over to 2 Timothy chapter 4. Second hmm. Timothy 4, verses 1 through 5. It says, I charge, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn their they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. No, you know, with power from being filled, we are to preach the word. Amen. Verse 2, preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. We are to preach the word. Amen. But you ask, what if it offends someone? Well, if we're filled and we're preaching and teaching the word of truth, then who cares? Who cares if they get offended? Amen. It's only to God that we stand or fall. You know, we answer to Him and not man. Amen? That's right, brother. That's right. Come on. You know, you know 2 Timothy 2.15 tells us, you know, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. You know, if we're filled with power in the Spirit, guess what? We won't be ashamed. You ask why? Because we studied and got God's approval. We didn't get man's approval. When we study, we get God's approval. And He filled us. And when He fills us, He fills us with boldness. And guess what? He causes us to go speak. <laughs> Are you filled? You know, this should be our heart's desire. Okay, look over next in Ephesians chapter 6. Turn back to Ephesians chapter 6. And we're going to look at verses 19 and 20. It says, And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. For, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. But that ye also may know my affairs and how I do. Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things. <laughs> 
You know, we should never be ashamed to open our mouths and speak for the Lord Jesus. You know, speak His word of truth. Speak of the gospel of His shed blood to this dying world. Paul says in Philippians 1.20, You know, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Now, if we have been filled, then we'll have boldness. Do you have boldness? Well, you should. We all should. Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Amen. Amen. Let's look back to our text in Acts chapter 13. Turn back over. Notice here once more, it says, Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him, and said, O full of all subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. You know, after being filled, we'll do just like Paul, amen? We'll set our eyes on this world, and we'll speak. Because you notice again in verse 9 and 10, Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him, and then he speaks and said, O full of subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? How else could he speak this but through boldness? Amen. He was filled. God gave him a filling of the Holy Spirit. He got the courage. He got filled with boldness. He went and, hit and, hit. and as the third point says, he went and he spoke with boldness. He went. Now, if we're going to do anything for the Lord, let's make sure that we're filled because then we will speak with power. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Brother Landon, for that, that message um, on being filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, um, Brother Landon mentioned that number one, it takes courage to do something for the Lord. Now, I know, I know that this Christian life, it's not easy. It's not a bed of roses. There's a lot of suffering that we go through, a lot of trials and tribulations that we go through. But, we need to take courage. You know, there, there, are, there are people out there that hate us. They hate what we stand for. You know, and they're going to ridicule us and mock us. 
But we got to take courage. You know, I I was um, I was saved in 1995, and in 1997, the Lord called me to preach. Even though I wanted it, I kept telling the Lord no. Say thanks, but no thanks, Lord. But I can't do that. I want to, but I have so much fear. I have so much fear of public speaking and and uh, you know getting up in front of people, and I just don't like it. And I did that for 14 years. But praise God, He never once gave up on me. And in 2011, He called me and my family here to the Philippines. And we have been here ever since. By the grace of God. So it takes courage to do something for the Lord. Now, uh, Proverbs 29:25 so that the fear of man bringeth a snare so you see we we are uh, filled with the Holy Ghost um, and then we we take courage. And that courage, that boldness, being filled with the Holy Ghost, it will cause us to speak. And not only speak, but to speak boldly. And so just remember... That as, as Brother Landon said, we need God's approval, not man's. So keep preaching God's word. Keep teaching God's word. Be instant in season, out of season. Amen? Never give up, never quit. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet. Amen? Alright, so that is being filled with the Holy Ghost. Our prayer is that this message was a help to you. And uh, helps you to grow in grace, helps you to learn uh, the Bible, learn more about the Lord, and that you learn to take courage and speak with boldness. Amen. All right, so uh, thank you so very much for being with us uh, today. Thank you for uh, your prayers uh, for us and our families. Our ministries, uh, please continue to, to pray for this podcast that the Lord will use it mightily for His glory, you know, to to reach the lost with the gospel of the grace of God, 
and to edify the saints. Amen. All right, so thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.